don't know. Yeah. In the car. <laughs> so she's chill. I'm the one always tripping out. <laughs> always, bro. It's bad. That's funny. Hey, well, welcome to the Soul Taste Podcast. My name is Adam Cruz. My name is Antonio Reyes. And uh, we want to talk today about a uh, couple different things. I think, um, you know, as we're thinking about just life and, and a lot of the things that go into decisions that we make, um, a common theme that tends to come up is this idea and this relationship that we have with this word called risk. And I know for myself, so let me just kind of like share when I, when I think about the word risk. Um, in my undergrad, in my um, you know, college, getting, getting my business degree, uh, one of the first intro classes that I had um, I still will, I will never forget the lesson because the, the first thing that the professor talked about was, and he put it on the board, he put high risk equals high reward. And that was pretty much the first lesson in business that I ever got. Um, and it's funny because, you know, when I think about myself, um, I consider myself to be someone who's very risk averse. So I think you know, and if for those that know a little bit about my life and the decisions I've made, some people might say, no, that I'm a person who was willing to take certain risk. Um, but I think of myself as someone who is oftentimes trying to avoid taking big risks. And I struggle with that because, you know, having like a business background and, and moving forward in, in, in different business ventures, uh, that's, a, that's a tension for me because risk is important you know, and there is a necessary risk to a lot of decisions that we make. Um, but I think today, you know, we want to kind of dive into this idea and this conversation about, um, you know, what is our relationship with risk and what, 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 um, kind of goes into this, this, you know, idea of how we make decisions and how we're willing to kind of navigate through, um, you know, certain decisions that might cause us to, to take a risk or where we decide not to. Um, so, um, you know, when you think about that, what is that? What kind of comes up for you? I think that um, when we talk about risk, I think as we get older, it becomes um, tougher to take risk because at this point we tend to evaluate, you know, everything. Yeah. Um, I remember I consider myself and I think we had a conversation about impulsivity. Um, when I really desire something and I feel like I long for that and I feel like I'm um, that's my destiny. That's my purpose. I I feel like I have no problem taking the risk. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I have no problem on losing what I have to obtain what I believe is for me. So I. But I. I feel like as I'm getting older, as I have like um gone through th- different journeys, you know, that tends to I tend to question it more than before, and um, because I mean we're gonna and we're gonna talk about this. The the problem with us many times is that you and I, being peacemakers, you know, in our enneagram, um, the most important place for us to be is in harmony and at peace. Yeah, whatever disrupts that, you know, we want to take it. We want to go back to peace. We want to get rid of the tension. We want to get rid of whatever disturbs us. And so we want to go back to whatever brings peace. Um, so so that's the place I like to be. But at the same time, 
I think my desire and my passion for something more is stronger than my desire to be at peace at where mm. I'm at. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's good. So for you, it's like when you, you know, have a desire to move in a certain direction or make a certain decision. If you have a strong sense of confidence in that decision, yeah. no matter the risk, you're you find peace in making that decision. Yes, I do. I do. And 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 I think that um, I should be more concerned. <laughs> I should uh, I should reevaluate yeah. and, 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 you know, and analyze my decision. But I feel like um, Nadine, I, I actually the quite the opposite. I need to be more cautious and I need to put more filters Mm. when i take those type of risks yeah because sometimes i because we take our decisions based on gut right yeah that's yeah. the way we take decisions yeah um our my intuition can take me towards a place of emotion and yeah and obviously it's my emotion saying yes 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 and i can sense it very strong that i don't put the correct filters and i don't i, I don't ask the correct questions mm-hmm. and um to evaluate is this a is this worth me taking this risk? Yeah. 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 And, and the thing with risk, especially when we kind of bring it back to like the business perspective, I think we've both have been in situations where we've had to make certain like business type decisions, um, making very risky decisions or, um, being in circumstances where there is a potential for a positive outcome, or there is a very real potential for a negative outcome. I know that, um, if we're not careful, we, can easily um, be introduced to a certain opportunity and depending on how that uh, opportunity is introduced to us we can easily focus so much on the 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 dream or the best case scenario of that opportunity so um, a lot of times we we kind of tend to negate the risk factor um, and that helps in maybe your situation, I'm sure in, in my case, I've probably experienced as well, um, situations where uh, we can make a decision a lot quicker without having, you know, like you said, asking the necessary questions, um, which is important, right? Because it could put us in situations where we're only focusing on the positive outcome, negating the fact that there is a very real, you know, downfall or negative situation that in life, you know, sometimes we don't realize how how much those two are. There's a very close line of where it could go one way really well or one way not so much, right? Yeah, no, no, you're right. I think that um, um, we when we take risk, um, I feel like we the, we need to be cautious, of course, mm-hmm. right? Because um, and I think the best way we can we can be cautious is allowing other people to speak into those into that decision um because we are actually only processing that and um um, i give you a clear example um uh, yesterday i had a conversation with with a friend someone that i met uh maybe like two years ago um they are part of this organization in colombia that um they have a huge influence in in you know in the church world and they equip um, a lot of youth workers and um, um, they invited me. They're pretty big in South America and they're trying to expand to the United States. Yeah. And that friend reached out to me and said, hey, look, we, we want to do something in L.A. Um, we heard that you are 
well connected with I don't know where they get the, the, where that got <laughs> that from, but um, a lot of social <laughs> <media> followers. <laughs> I, I don't know, but anyways, um, uh, that's probably a lie. But he he asked me, hey, we want to we want you to be part of this team. You know, we want to partner up with you. See, we can do this. Da da da. If you would have asked me that question six years ago, I would probably say right away, yes, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. But I caught myself. I was in Costco buying groceries, and I caught myself saying, no, Tony, pause. Even though it sounds like a great idea, a great opportunity, you know, you and you believe in what they're doing, um, you need to evaluate what is my season? What am I doing right now? Um, do I have the time for it? You know, do I want to invest the, the little bit of time that I have into add another project in my in my hands? You know, ask yourself all those questions. So I think that um, as I keep moving forward, you know, I asked my wife, I was like, babe, you know what? Perhaps before I wouldn't probably never ask her. I would just jump in, <laughs> yeah. you know, but not this time. I was like, what do you think? This is the pros this is the cons that I see. And sure enough, like she brought other perspective. And I was like, man, I, I didn't think about that. Thank you so much. So I, I think that um, I'm I'm becoming better at putting those filters. Yeah, yeah. Because in my impulsivity and my gut says, just do it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. You know, you're not Nike's six. brainwash. There you go. For reals. <laughs> so I think that. um. Yeah, that's where I'm at when it comes yeah, up to that. That's really good. I really like that because that takes a lot of wisdom to be able to properly assess a situation that way. I'm failing a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you, you mentioned already, right? That your initial kind of way you typically handle situations is like when you get very emotionally like, oh, this sounds great. This sounds like an awesome idea. You can be sold on something very well that that quite often. And it's interesting because I like the example you present as far as, you know, you're you're getting presented an opportunity to, you know, partner with someone. It sounds like a great idea project. Yeah, you have connections. Um, you know, everything sounds like it should be fine, right? But there's very big risk when it comes to something like that because they're putting responsibility on you yes. to come forth and be able to deliver. Yes. Right. And that's that's the whole idea of business, right? When you're you're making these this connection, you know, even in, you know, not sure if there was it feels like some sort of business transaction, but even just as a as a partnership, you know, if you're if they're offering an opportunity for you guys to connect, you know, they're expecting you to to deliver some results. Yes. And the risk in that is that if you're not able to come through that could potentially hurt that relationship that completely, you have, right? Completely. So, so that's where this, this idea of risk is really important because, you know, we have to come to a place where we are not only analyzing these really clear big moments of, you know, this, this type of like, oh, big project that might come up, but the reality is that we might experience risk on different levels on a daily basis, right? Yes. You know, I know for me, when I think about risk and I think about um, my kind of interesting relationship with risk, where I feel like I said, like I struggle with, you know, wanting to avoid risk and wanting to make sure that if I make a decision, it's the, you know, best decision for me. And then I might have my moments where I impulsively make a bad decision, right? Based on emotion, whatever it is. Um, but I think for me, a lot of my struggle when it comes to risk is usually connected to fear and insecurity. Yeah. So for me, yeah. I'm, it's it's when I think about. So, for example, like when I think about, um, you know, investing into like my music or, or creating my brand with clothing and apparel, things like that. Um, you know, there's a risk that goes into my me investing. Right. Like when it comes to business and anything that you're doing, like you have to invest and that includes financially for sure. Um, 
the risk in that is that you may not see a return, right? The risk in that is that you're investing all this money that you may never get back, right? Um, there's a risk when it comes to that. And then for me, my fear and insecurity is always like, you know, am I good enough? Is, is my product good enough? Is my idea good enough? Are people gonna receive it well? Um, is it worth me risking putting this, this, this foot forth, my effort, my time, my money, um, to hopefully see a return in some way, shape or form, right? So for me, what, it, what tends to hold me back is, is it, it stems from insecurity, which for me, when I experience insecurity and fear is, is typically this paralyzing feeling where, where I find myself in a position of not willing or being able or having the desire to move forward because of an insecurity and fear that I have, you know, because of the risk that, that is being presented. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, obviously, you know, um, insecurities and fears are a big piece of it. You know, I, I see it more now than before. You know, now when I want to take certain decisions, you know, the fear of, of, of destroying my comfort and destroying my peace, you know, the fear of failing, the fear of, of not being good enough, you know, um, always failing short. And I think that also that, at least for myself, you know, that's connected to the way I grew up. Um, uh, I think I shared this before, you know, I love my father and, and I have grown so much in my relationship with him. But there was a p. There was a sentence that he always tell me. You know, every time that that he would go and watch me play soccer, he would tell me, "You're good, but you need to train more. You're good, but sh you should have done that." And in my in my mind, in my heart, I would hear, "You're good, but you're not good enough. Yeah, yeah. You're never good enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you're very good at this, and you improve a lot in this, but you still a lot of grow in this. Yeah. So I always fell short of that. So that's when i am taking decisions you know and in the back of my mind i'm that's that voice still running my insecurity of like am i good enough to take this risk yeah. you even even like taking you and i had this conversation you know um i'm not a school person i yeah. hate school man like <laughs> yeah. i didn't even know how i graduate high school yeah, yeah i don't know how i graduate college you know now the opportunity of of um entering into my master's degree you know my grad school um, came at the beginning of this year one of my teachers or one of my bosses in that time called me um, back then uh, he called me he was like hey Antonio what are you doing with your life he, he's always very straightforward <laughs> yeah. I was like uh quite a bit you know yeah, yeah. he's like do you have your your BA I was like I do he was like I got an opportunity for you like in the university that I work for we want to pay you 75 percent of your scholarship and so you can do your grad school. I was like, oh, my gosh. And right away, bro, like, I, I think it took me months to, it took me months to consider, the, the to wow. consider, not even like, um, am I going to plan it out? No, yeah. I had to consider the opportunity because it sounds great. It sounds out of my league, you know, like, can I write at that level? Can I read at that level? Can I understand the concept, concept, concepts at that level? big part because um english is my second language yeah and i get nervous when i'm in environments like that so all these things and, and right away the voice of like am i good but i don't think i'm good enough to do that you know so um having conversations with friends you know help me having conversations with even teachers from that school people that were in charge of that program make me feel like 
don't worry. Take the risk. You know, at least you can walk away from this saying, I try it. Yeah. At least I try it. Yeah. 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 And, you know, thinking about, you know, that conversation with your dad or when, when you, he would kind of have those, those moments, you know, it's funny because those are probably simple things that, you know, maybe he said it with good intention and maybe he was, that was his way of motivating you. Of course. And, and he was to trying to that, love me. Right? He was, that was his way of trying to try to, you know, help you to get better. But it's funny that, you know, criticism is really uh, criticism or feedback or however you want to categorize it is, is it's very important on when and how you communicate that. Right. Because especially at a younger age, um, when we hear those types of words, you know, you're in a moment of, going out to perform and what you need in that moment is encouragement right yeah and 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 maybe that was his way of trying to encourage you but that but in your mind you kind of received it as man like i feel like i he's he's affirming me and then putting me down at the same time right Yeah, yeah, yeah and so this 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 it kind of puts this in us like you said like so now moving forward years later, you still have that feeling and emotion in the back of your mind. Like, you know, I know that I'm I'm good, but when I compare myself to others, I'm not good enough or I may fail. Right. So um, and, and and I know this is not part of the conversation. Yeah. Just as, it's like a sidetrack. Yeah, you know, yeah. I catch myself doing the same thing to people close to me. Mm, you interesting. Know? So now I can see why uh, my dad would do it to me, you know. Cause I love that person and yeah. I can see the potential. Yeah. I see their strengths and I see the, the, the capacity that they have. Right. But then I have to rewind and restructure the way I comment cause I can see the pain that that can cause. Yeah. But anyways, going back to the conversation. No. Yeah. And that's, that's, it's just, I just find it so fascinating when it's like, you know, those moments are so critical when it comes to, um, how to communicate love and encouragement and how it plays a part because i think what, what people don't realize is as a at a young age when you're making the decision to go play a sport you know people you know often especially like parents or adults look at a child and say oh yeah you're just going to play it's fun yeah. you know no big yeah. deal like go out there and just enjoy yourself but as a kid when you're going to play like there's stress there's anxiety there's there's this 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 fear that comes alongside, you're taking a risk to go out and say, I'm gonna put myself out there against all these other kids and go and play. And even if you have trained or you've had you know, experience, every single time you step out on the field, there's that feeling of anxiety, right? Yes, and, always. You know, and so you know, I think it's hard for us as we get older or maybe even not even thinking about like a parent to child, but even as like as a peer or like having friends where they're, you know, maybe in different levels, it can be really easy for us to say like, you got that no big deal, but then we kind of minimize their experience, right? We minimize the risks that they're taking. Yeah. And then, so that's where we're not careful with how we're communicating or at least not being fully aware of moments of encouragement and where moments of feedback need to be separated, right? Yes, yes. Where maybe after the game, maybe after you've gone home, maybe, you know, a couple, you know, day later, say, hey, like, let me, let me talk to you for a second. Like, man, you know, first of all, you did a great job, but there were some things that I noticed that maybe can we, you know, you, can you acknowledge that you can maybe work on or do better, right? Completely. <laughs> Excuse me. That might have been a different conversation or maybe a different feeling and experience for you. Um, that might have 
encouraged you or maybe felt gave you more confidence of course kind of you got older i don't know yeah. i'm just no, no 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 i think that that's that's fair you know now um that we're talking about this you know it, it talking about risks i feel like risk was embedded in me since a very young age because when i was young you know trying to play soccer i will have to go try to all these teams in all the cities that they were far away from my house. They were far away from my family. They were far away from the city that I grew up. You know, at the age of 16, I was living in a city like eight hours away from my family for like a month and a half um, because I wanted to play soccer um, with a random kid. I was 16 years old. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. If I have a kid, I would doubt that I would let my kid to go, you know, be eight hours away from me to play a sport. Um, going to other places, you know, my parents, they were so flexible now, now that I see it, you know, I will go to cities four or five hours away from me, you know, being by myself, a 16 year old kid, you know, they want to go crazy. <laughs> um, who would do that, you know, yeah. but I, that was part of me taking risk of like, I'm going to try this out. And, um, I think a big part that we, we have to, if we're going to take risk, we have to be willing and we have to set up our hearts to be willing to deal with disappointment all the time. Mm. Because yeah. if we, we yeah. don't achieve anything mm. and if we're not obtaining what we want, we have to learn how to deal with the feelings of disappointment yeah. that we didn't get what we wanted. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We need to we need to be willing to deal with that. You know, those feelings can't set us back to say, yeah. Well, perhaps this is not for me. Maybe, maybe not. You know, yeah. but we have to be willing to deal with those feelings and and be prepared. Yeah. You know, not saying that you have to come already uh, been disappointed. Yeah. yeah just yeah. be ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That's really good. So. So it's there's kind of like two sides of it. Right. So as a risk taker is is coming to terms with the fact that if I take this risk in making a decision to go, you know, move forward with this you know business venture, move forward with this opportunity you have to or we have to come to a place of there is a chance that this could fail there is a chance that i could fail yes and, and but what's interesting about that is it's not like you said not being pessimistic not walking out saying oh with the attitude that this is going to go wrong but it's coming to terms with the fact that there is an outcome that is very real and very possible yeah. that could go wrong and yeah. what that actually does is creates a healthy relationship right with risk because yes you put yourself in a position to say if the worst outcome does happen because you've prepared yourself emotionally mentally now you can say you know what i started this understanding so it's you know i like the soccer you know game experience i went into the game knowing that there's a chance that i could you know yeah. Go. I'm going to be rejected. Yeah. I'm not going to be, Might you know, play, not play well. Yeah, yeah. And even for myself, you know, I just, we, we've been playing soccer, you know, f and I've just started learning for the past couple months. Hey, you're becoming good. And <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> lot of work to do. I've never played in my life before this. Um, but what I've, what I've realized if I, ha I have days where I feel like I do really good and I have days where I feel like I do really bad and I get really frustrated and down on myself. I usually walk away like, man, like I wish I could have done better. I wish I could have performed better. I wish I could have played better. Um, but there's this level of, of, you know, after I kind of get over that, I start to kind of remind myself is like, hey, first of all, you're still learning. Second of all, 
there those days are going to happen so what really encourages me is when I have a bad day of playing soccer and then the next time I go play, I maybe put a little more effort in, maybe, you know, work a little harder and maybe I play a little better. You know, it encourages me because I start to see like, hey, those bad days are going to happen and those good days are going to happen. But I know that I cannot let the bad days define me so much so that a, ne- a good day never comes or yes. I think that a good day will never come. Yeah. And that's where we, when we come to the idea of being willing to take that risk and say, hey, I might have sucked last time we played, but I'm going to go out there and try again. Yeah. Right. That to me is that healthy relationship with risk, being able to put yourself out there even and then and it's becoming to terms, like we said, with the idea that the, you know, the, the negative outcome could happen. Yeah. Two things. To, just to cl- close this thought. I feel um, if you notice a conversation, you know, and and I hear this from people that I admire. They have done beautiful and great things. You know, if you take risk and then you fail and you keep going, you know, you develop resilience through yeah. this process. Yeah. Right. You fail. You were, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Every time that you play soccer and you didn't play good that way, you walk away and said, man. But you come back again and you try it again. You leave. You come back again. You try it again, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you develop resilience. You know, if 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 you go and put yourself out there, and if it doesn't work, you'll be rejected or whatever. Yeah. You know, um, you you're developing inside of you in your character resilience to be able to be flexible through life. You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So I think that's very important. You know, there's no other. Uh, there's very few ways to develop resilience in life. Yeah. And this is one of those. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to be willing to to sometimes fail, you know, and, and, and stand up again, keep going, and try it again. Yeah. Um, now, the other piece that I, I think I want to make sure we, we, we have it in mind, you know, we have to be conscious and aware of seasons. Yeah. Not every opportunity is our opportunity, right? N- we're not just going to take risks for the sake of taking risk and period. We have to learn how to read the times and the seasons of our lives. You know, I remember having a conversation with, uh, with Josh, you know, Pastor Josh, and I was sharing with him some opportunities that come in my way. And I was not quite sure if I wanted to take them. I was not, uh, I was concerned because uh, obviously it would require for me to leave yeah. things that I love yeah. to take up things that I would like to achieve. And he told me, Antonio, when you don't understand something, he was like, um, in life, there's windows of opportunity that when they're open, you don't know when they're going to be closed. And when they're closed, you don't know if they're going to be open again. So you need to be aware and you need to be conscious of those windows of opportunity. Now, not every window of opportunity means this for us. And I think what end up happening with many of us because we don't root ourselves into something into the season we we're supposed to be we take any opportunity and we're mm. constantly failing and failing yeah. and yeah. failing that's not healthy either we need to learn how to evaluate the season where we are and saying okay does my season is already over here and do i take that risk yeah yeah you know yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah i think yeah i like that i think that it 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 takes us to a position of calculated risks because like going back to like my uh, struggle and kind of battle with risk is I think what what has helped me as I've gotten older is exactly what you're talking about is this understanding of that when you make a decision to take a risk on something 
that it, you're not blindly making that decision. Yes. Right. There's a calculation that goes into it of saying, hey, what are the factors that are going to cause this to be a possibly good decision or maybe you know what maybe this isn't a good idea because i'm seeing one two three four that doesn't doesn't make sit right with me and i think that when it comes to this we could apply this to so many areas of our life right we can apply it to um you know different relationships that we might want to engage in friendships job opportunities um you know any business opportunities things like that right that might come up to say you know is this something that i need to be engaging in am i making sure that i'm i'm doing the proper proper thought process am i having the right conversations with people enough so that i know that when i make this decision yeah. that i'm not just going into it just all head in first right yeah so yeah that that i like that idea of what, what that looks like yeah I, th I think we we have to measure the margin in life you know what is the margin in life that we have if the margin of life in my life per allows me to take that risk I think you should jump into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think we, and taking risks, I mean, obviously we're talking about taking risks doesn't mean that you're, you don't process things. Doesn't, doesn't mean that you don't evaluate things. It doesn't mean that you don't ask a question, you know? Um, it means that you have to process in the right way, put the right filters in life, yeah. in the right filters, in, yeah, in your life pretty much, you know, so that you can take a risk, a calculated risk yeah. in your life. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that that's really good. You know, I, I you know, kind of thinking about going full circle and this idea of, you know, that many of us have different relationships with when it comes to risk and how we figure that out. But I think that's something that we definitely need to keep in mind when it comes to some of the battles that come into it. Because I think yeah. a lot of people find themselves in places where they're so defeated, mm. like you said, like, yeah. like when you're making, you've maybe you've made decisions. So you're, you're now at a place where failure seems like that's the only thing. So you have those two kind of spectrums, people that maybe are blindly going into it, yeah, or yeah. people that are, have been so defeated by life and their decisions wow. that they're not willing to take another risk. And I think those moments are also, we have to make sure that we kind of bring ourselves out of that place, right? To yeah. understand that. And I think that's where also like a, fa a good foundation of hope and kind of like belief and faith come in. Yes, is that completely. when you can say like, okay, like if, if God has placed me on this earth, there's that he's given me gifts and talents and creativity and, and, and all these abilities, then I know that I have an ability to do something good and to achieve something. And that's actually giving me, giving me a lot of like uh, hope in myself and encouragement me when I say you know what yeah. like you know I'm I know that I have an ability to do something um, so if an opportunity comes my way that I feel I, mm. I I have the proper you know skills knowledge and strength to do um, then I know that I I'm, I might be willing to take that risk yeah I and and I mean just to close close my thoughts you know um, if we if you find yourself in this space after taking a risk you find yourself feeling defeated yeah. Like, this is not for me. Yeah, yeah. I can't keep going. Like, I'm done. Um, Take a break. Take a couple months. Take, I don't know, six, seven, eight, ten yeah, months. Yeah. I don't know how long you have to take. Yeah. Take a break. You know, allow yourself to process, to mourn that. Yeah. Allow yourself to feel what you feel. Mm. Bring someone else into the conversation. I brought counselors in my life. Yeah. Bring wisdom into yeah. your life share with that person how you feel how you really 
express every single little thing. Yeah. You know, so that you can mourn it properly and you can heal from that. Yeah. You know, don't try to take risks right away. Don't try to mm. make decisions right away. Yeah. Allow, give yourself a margin in life to feel. Yeah. To process things and to stop in life. And yeah. then maybe reevaluate the things six, a year, two years yeah. later, and maybe you can take a chance like that. Yeah. I love it, man. I think that's really good. Um, you know, just just my thoughts on that. And I think we're, you know, we can kind of pin this. Um, I think that's something that's given me a lot of peace yeah. in my yeah. own life is not comparing myself to others, not comparing myself to my own time frame of wanting to achieve certain things in life, not being willing to take certain risks because I think I have to. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think a lot of times people find themselves in this place of they're making decisions, not because they're good decisions, mm -hmm. not because there is there's proof to show that maybe this is a good idea. It's because they feel like they have to do something. Yeah. And when people get in this season, this place of survival where they think yeah. they have to just make a certain decision. Oftentimes they end up finding themselves in a place in life they never thought they would be or ever wanted to be completely simply because they thought they were had to. But I love that that what you said that, hey. Take a step back, wait two, three months, wait six months, wait 2020, take the whole year yes, off. For if real, if that's it. what you need. If it. that's what you need. And that's where I've been at. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to define myself based on what I did or didn't do this year. You know, when I, when I think about like my music, I think about my like business ideas, I think about, you know, all these things that I want to achieve. I'm going to say, let me take a step back. Let me pray. Let me focus. Let me think. Let me process. And as we move forward into the new year, you know, uh, thinking about what we're God. First of all, God, what do you, what do you have for me? Where are you taking me? What do you what are you asking of me? Um, how can I be obedient to what you've given me already? And how can I use what you've put in my hands to be able to move forward? Completely, you know. And um, um, I know that I said that was my last thought, but I feel <laughs> like um, this is good. this is an important thing to point out. And this is something I think this is where I'm at. Yeah. Years ago, one of my friends um, and mentors, you know, um, was telling me uh, that he was frustrated because he was, I think at that time he was like 36, 38. Yeah. Um, and he was telling me people my age, they have accomplished around me many, many things. And I feel like um, at this point in my life that I'm missing out. But he told me, uh, Antonio, something that you need to understand is that God redeems time. Mm. You know, he never yeah. wastes time. Yeah. And even though you feel you're wasting time, he can make things happen. You know, whatever you lost in two years, he can make it happen in months. Yeah. He's like, you need to understand and remember that God redeems time. And I think that's where I'm at. You know, some of us, we feel that 2020 was a waste. Mm -hmm. Some of us, we would thought the certain seasons of our life was a waste allow ourselves to believe hey god redeems time i love it i love it that's so good man yeah that that's that's huge i think is. you know for especially i think when we think about what our 20s should look like in general right, right? we we have so many aspirations and goals but that's so good man only god can redeem that time for us to experience so much. I, I think uh, a great example of that is a uh, uh, Gary V. You know Gary V. Right. The, the business yes. guy. He he's so big on you know always pointing back to people like he was 36 until he you know 
grew his business, you know, became this, you know, famous entrepreneur. And we in our 20s think we should accomplish so much. Um, so I love those encouragements when we see an example of someone so successful. Um, and there's so many others yeah. um, that can prove that, man, time, first of all, time is not, we shouldn't put these standards, but even more so how God can redeem that, man. That's so good. Completely. Yeah. So, you know, I love it. I think I think that's good, man. We, we can, you know, continue this conversation, um, you know, as we think about more risk and opportunities that come up. But, man, I think, I think that was great. Yep. Love you, family. Follow us. Share this uh, podcast with your friends. Make sure that um, if you have any suggestions, let us know. Yeah. DM us. Put a comment on yes. YouTube, whatever you want. Please let us know. We want to uh, be able to engage in, yes. in this conversation. So we love you, family. And thank you for joining us today. Yes. And share this with a friend who needs to take a risk or someone who's taking too many risks. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the Soul Tape Podcast. We will see you guys next time. And we out. I think of time is just the holding of our memories. One day there won't be a page for you to check for me. Yeah. But is this really all of life? A place to grab all the pieces we can and make it right. Uh.